I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hello and welcome. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Coco the Inspirationist, and if you're new here, well, you're in good company. I'm guessing that you are feeling a little dusty, maybe a little uninspired, maybe looking for a little inspiration, a little spark, and that's what we're here for. You know, one of my favorite things to do is to put words around my feelings, around my journey, this creative journey that I am on, and if you listen to any of my other previous episodes, I'm always sharing how I feel and where I'm at and and trying to figure out why I do the things I do. And today on the podcast, uh, I have invited on a beautiful human. Her name is Lacey Warren, and she is a psychotherapist. And from the moment she came into my orbit on social media, I just had this feeling like I do that we would have an incredible conversation. And that's exactly what happened. Lacey has this amazing ability to hold space, which makes a lot of sense because she is a therapist. And we talk all about how learning more about ourselves can help us reveal our best selves and get into that, getting into that creative place takes work and takes uncovering. She lives out in California, and we actually tried to record this the day previous and had some problems, and it was really fun to unpack the feelings that we felt during that first false start. You guys know that I am big on sharing the behind the scenes and the messy middle, and I truly believe that it's how I'm going to get over my perfectionism is sharing the process. And just so you know, um, I just spent the whole morning trying to figure out a new editing software for this podcast because I do all this, you know, on my own right now. And, oh, I my shoulders are so tense and it's frustrating. I got to a point where I don't know what I did, but I can't hear anything and I am just stuck. So, I hopped over to the old editing software and here I am. And I just wanted to let you know that learning new things is not easy and that's okay. And what is important is to stay in it and let yourself feel those feelings of frustration and know that you also are wildly capable to figure it out or ask for help. So I'm pausing, I'm switching gears, I am recording this intro, I'm going to go take a walk, 
And I hope maybe you can put this podcast on and do something like that. Go into the woods. Lacey lives in the woods as well. She lives in the redwoods up in California. And I'm in the woods of Maine. And there's just this deep connection to nature we both felt. And this conversation just, oh, just listening back to it was just so nourishing. And I hope you feel like you are with a couple friends. So without further ado... My conversation with Lacey Warren. Thank you so much for being breezy and flexible and redoing this. It's good to see your face not chopped up. (laughs) Yes, totally. I know. I'm glad we made it work so quickly. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I thought it was really... I don't know. I was reflecting on yesterday and like that moment of hardship of trying to connect and not having the internet, like brought something forward for me that I was able to like process. And then I think it did the same thing for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I would love for you to talk about that right out the gate. Actually, I guess first introduce yourself, let us know who you are, where you, (laughs) where you are in the world and, um, what brings you joy. Ooh, So I'm Lacey Warren. I'm a licensed psychotherapist in Santa Cruz, California. So like Northern California, we're South of San Francisco. Um, I live in the mountains here. So we're in like the Redwood forest. Cool. Um, My husband and I have two kids, five, a five-year-old girl, Sage. And then our son Scout is going to be two in November. Um, we live in a little old home that we just bought like a year or so ago on a Creek. Cool. So we're like doing the mountain living, making fires through the winter. Um, just all the, all the things that are new for us. I was just going to say, is it new for you or is this something your family's? Oh, that's awesome. It's new for me. So we're, I love nature. Um, so that is, it is very comforting and soothing to be in nature, but it's also, there are its own hardships about it. It's, you know, you're in the woods. So yeah. So, so am I, I'm in, um, Maine in the woods of Maine and something my husband and I, uh, have noticed about me is that I've gotten so unbelievably better about bugs because it's just, and spiders and like spiders in my house. It just, I just shifted my mindset. And it was just like this moment of being like, we all belong here. Like if I'm deciding that I'm going to all of a sudden live here, then I have to also take the, the, the creatures that lived here, live here too. Right. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We love looking for crawdads in the Creek And yeah, it's a whole different life up there, but it's kind of the best of both worlds because we can still easily drive down into town. Um, so yeah, so I see, I see clients in private practice as a therapist. Um, and I forget what else you asked. What brings me joy? Yeah. I mean, seeing people having any part in people becoming more of who they were meant to be 
brings me so much joy when people heal and grow, um, when people feel safe to be who they are, to pursue that fully, that gives me so much joy. Um, Oh my gosh. And what, like, what a gift you're giving somebody, letting them feel so seen to open up and like do that work. And then that ripple just like ripples out into the world. I'm all about the ripples lately. It's just like, what can we push out? That's positive. That's expansive. That's abundant. Right. Yeah. And so when you said that, um, we were going to talk about creativity and connection. When I thought about it, I thought, gosh, that's what really therapy is all about connection. Um, building connection with ourselves. Yes. And then, but first within the relationship to the therapist, to the other, you have attachment there. And then that safety allows for someone to then get to know themselves more and tell their own story and find their own ideas and find what they want for their life. And it just, yeah, it has that whole piece that I think starts and maintains through connection, the safety in that relationship. So, yeah, that's so beautiful. And I'm sure, I mean, obviously you have to build that safety first Mm -hmm. to even allow the person to access. But one thing, when you said that, that came up was like, I guess I I feel like there's this flawed thought about like going to therapy or going to like the, the therapist is going to fix you. Yes. Right. And like the way you said it was that, um, that Mm -hmm. the people like tell themselves, like learn it about themselves. And it's, it's like an uncovering, right. And like an allowing to actually listen. Yes. That is definitely my perspective. And I would say as a whole, the profession would say, we do not give advice. That's not what this is about. Um, But absolutely, I see this role as like, how can I be in a place where I help you tell your own story, change your relationship to your own thoughts, become present to yourself, find your own path and take things out of the way that are blocking you to that. Mm. Um, Because I definitely don't claim to know what someone's journey needs to look like more than they would. So it's pretty empowering, but yeah, it's, it really is built upon the connection. Um, So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the more I go down this kind of self-development path, I guess it's just like a turning toward myself and actually trusting and relying and um, listening to myself. And like right now I'm in a mastermind that's six months long and I have a weekly therapist appointment and like I move my body and I've like, I've never been so supportive of myself and my growth and oh man I just like want it for everybody and so I think I'm also attracting people like you like into my world because I'm just like oh the there's the work is never done it's always just like aligning 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 further 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 learning more about ourselves right and as you do that as you connect more with yourself then you're acknowledging that brings 
other connections into your world where you're able to form maybe deeper bonds with other people, right? Because I think when we're disconnected from ourselves, that's, that makes us sick, right? Yeah. That makes oh, yes. us, we aren't well, we can't thrive. And I think this is the, a piece of a thread that connects back to creativity, right? Because when I think about creativity, I, I agree from what I know of you, I wholeheartedly agree that we are creative. That's so much part of what makes us human. Yeah, right. We wouldn't be where we are, where are if not, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so creativity to me is like all about learning, connecting ideas, connecting with others, connecting to maybe separate things, pulling all those things together, imagination. Um, we have to be able to be present with ourselves to be able to foster the creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And the more we are, the more it comes. And so it's like a one hand washing the other, you know? And I think it's so that, yeah, my message here is that everybody has a creative self and that it's not like being artistic or having like a skill set or being really good at something. Like it might be because that brings you joy and you go there because you can reliably find flow. But like for the other people that don't have like a thing, I want to release people from feeling like they have mm-hmm. to have a thing or they have to have one thing. Like that's something that I really claimed this year is like, I'm a multi-passionate and I'm just going to be that I'm a multi-passionate creative. Like, that's what I say, because, you know, it's, it just, is this like allowing, I want to give people permission to try and play and rest and like if something, you know, I guess for so long, I felt like certain things were just other people did, but I didn't do. And like, Mm -hmm. I want to break that in me. And I also want to give other people permission, like just because you've never painted before, doesn't mean you can't go down to the art store and grab literally like five tubes and like play. Right. It's like, it doesn't have to be this big thing. It can just be like a little thing for fun. Right. Whatever you're drawn to give yourself permission to experience things. Yeah. Yeah. And just over and over and like all day long. And it doesn't have to be big things. It can just be little things. And I think the key is to seeking, just constantly seeking the things that delight yourself. And I think that if you try to delight yourself over and over in, in as many ways, like even in, especially in like the tiny ways of like, oh, you have five minutes with a hot cup of coffee. Oh, those bubbles in your black coffee have a rainbow in them. Like delighting in that, you know, like really taking those times. Um, I don't know. It's been a game changer because forever, of course, I've known that like, Oh, you delight in the little things and like, be grateful. And like all these, yes, of course. But like, once I started connecting it, like there was a deeper why of like, if I pay attention to all these little things that delight me for the purpose of filling up my like creative cup, it's like I've created this space that ideas feel comfortable to come. Have you read um, Big Magic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like ideas 
trust me because I'm taking care of myself, right? I'm not like strung out, super tired, uninspired. Like when you flip it, it like makes so much sense, right? It's like, of course, you're not going to get all the ideas when all you're doing is watching Netflix and not moving your body and eating garbage food. And like, it's, I totally also am like, you need to rest and allow yourself to rest. And that might look like Netflix and garbage food. Like, but there also has to be the, like the pouring in. Right. Right. I think we do culturally want to escape ourselves. Mm. We are constantly trying to, well, at least what I see, we're trying to avoid our feelings. Mm-hmm. We're trying to disconnect from our thoughts. We don't want to be alone and quiet because we're like, what's going to pop up in my brain. I'm afraid of that. Or we're so, they're so relentless that we just want a break from even our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not really taught how to access our interior ourselves. Yeah. We're taught to be really cerebral maybe. Um, so I think one thing that came up for me when you're saying that, that really supports the disconnect is busyness. Yeah. If I, busyness is like the enemy of creativity because there's so much going on. We're frenzied. We're going from one thing to the next. How, how can anything, yeah, come there's up? There's no space. Yeah, yeah, there's no space. Yeah, we're just like shaken. I just get an image of like shaken soda bottles. Like we're just ready to, and then we're exhausted. Sure, and, so. I, and, I, and I see myself doing it even if it's not like, busy work stuff. It's like listening to podcasts and trying to like learn. And, you know, like I find myself trying to like maximize every moment. So even if I'm folding laundry, like I'm listening to a podcast, I'm learning, I'm expanding. I'm like for me, but also like numbing, like I've noticed when I just allow myself to not, that's, that's why people get ideas in the shower, right? It's because we're not doing anything else. We're just being right. Yep. I'm guilty of that too, where I, I, I don't know. I think it's somewhat of a personality thing too, where it's like, there's so many books to read. There's so many podcasts, so many ideas. I want to consume it all. And it's almost stressful, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah. So I'm guilty of like podcast while you're driving or just combining. So there's always those inputs Mm -hmm. and it does take space or solitude or the willingness to sit for five minutes without picking up your phone, without jumping up and doing dishes, that's going to allow all the dust to kind of settle. And then something can come. Like for me personally, I've noticed with, with the whole, like, so I started this Instagram account couple months ago. And I cannot scroll on Instagram for an idea. Like I initially I would scroll and think like, I need some sort of motivation or not motivation, inspiration. What are some songs on reels? What is this and that? And I've learned like, that is going to be the death of any creativity because it's not going to come out of consuming any other idea. Right. It has to be given space in quiet in me, just within my own brain to allow it. So 
And it's also not like you're not going to get the connection. I, th- I really appreciate when like mm-hmm. when you transfer inspired, when you take inspired action, I believe that the energy is transferred versus mm-hmm. like curating and working it and like really overworking it or making it happen because somebody else is like that energy will also be transferred or not mm-hmm. trans, you know, there won't be that transfer of energy. And, you know, you might be able to get away with it if it's like a super trendy thing, but in general, the things that connect are the things that connect with your heart, right? It's, it's yes. from the stories that you're experiencing. That's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's got to be authentic and people can sense when you're just kind of phoning it in. Totally. And I'm like right now I'm actually, I, I, I try really hard to drop into my captions of my Instagram posts, but I've set myself on this schedule that I'm like posting so much and I'm just like, and my engagement's down and this is like inside baseball stuff, but like, <laughs> but I, I love it all. Like I love all this business stuff because it's yeah. such a creative thing for me, right? Like it's not yeah. just, I'm, I'm not just like creating the graphics or creating the podcast or create, you know, painting this or that, or I'm also creating the marketing and all that. So, but I've realized that, um, I need to like pull back and, and create some space. And cause I know my best posts are the ones where I'm completely like dropped in and completely like this had to come out for, for this is landing with somebody. I already can tell like, as it's coming out, you know? Right. And I think exciting. Yes. It's that feeling of like, I know this is purposeful. Mm -hmm. And this is going to serve somebody I've, and in this um, mastermind that I'm in today, we had uh, our like weekly call and I was just like, I think what I need right now is just for you guys to tell me that, (laughs) what I've got going here mission wise is like enough. And I share this with my, with you and with my audience, because like my perfectionism will get in the way if I don't share these things. Like if I just wait and make everything all perfect behind the scenes, like it just never makes it out into the world. I've Mm -hmm. I've known that about myself. Like I, like I'm a very talented person and there's not besides social media, there's not a lot not not a lot of places for you to like pay me for my work. I get very like stuck. And so I'm trying to push through that. So, but I was like, I need to, I just need to be validated and just, you know, and, and everybody, everybody was just like you, every time you talk about being a creative and everybody being a creative and multi, they're like, it's there. It's, it's magic. Like you can feel it. And it's when I drop into that place, that shininess and that sparkly, it's like mm-hmm. that translates that transfers. Yeah. yeah. There's something there that's hard to even describe, but I love that you just asked for that. that yeah. Like, I didn't validate. know. I didn't know what my topic was going to be because it's once a week and like weeks go by really fast, especially when you have like kids and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, I'm not really struggling with anything right now. Um, nothing's like hard. And then all of a sudden, like two minutes before it was my turn, I just was like, what I need is just I need somebody to tell me I'm doing a good job and that I like they see the work I'm doing and that 
you know, and ask if like, I need to know that what I have here is enough to build a program and like a build this whole thing on top of. And I intrinsically actually know that it's true. Like I wouldn't be investing in the mastermind or showing up here consistently and like getting so much joy from this. Like I know it, but like in the same time, at the same time, like those two things can be true. I can know it for sure deep in my body and then also need to hear it. Right. Yes. And I think creativity, putting your work out publicly in any way can be <laughs> it messes with your mind a bit. Mm-hmm. Like that level of vulnerability takes courage and takes, it can probably feel lonely or you might wonder if how it's landing, is it being misunderstood or how is this being received? Or yeah, all those questions are just seem so normal. And so I think I've never been in a mastermind. I don't even know how that goes, but if you have a space where you can just ask for feedback and have consistency with other people that are like-minded, like that's going to be so supportive and important. And now they know that that's like one of the things that's, you know, in my brain. And so they're going to be able to support me yeah. Like long past just that moment where they were like, you're doing great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really a beautiful thing. It's an investment, but I can already tell that it's like a hundred percent worth the money because I've never actually, find it? um, How it's a pot. Like- well, actually, um, she has this woman, her name's Caroline Addington. She has a podcast called empowered expression. She's a former neuro, um, neuroscientist turned you, you must, I will send you the information. You will love it. It's, um, it's a little, it's like mindset. It's Instagram marketing. It's for coaches. It's exactly what you probably need. But so I, I listened to all her podcasts. It's called empowered expression. And, um, and then she also has this like program called, uh, bigger than a brand where she walks business coaches pretty much through these, this program. And she just came out with her mastermind And it's incredible that Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, when you can just connect with somebody, even when, even when you, and actually she was my first interview on my podcast. I asked her before, like I was, I was just a observer of her, you know, of her stuff and a fan. And I, I, it felt so vulnerable to ask her. I'm getting so much better at that. It's such a cool feeling. To, yeah. to like to feel, but you know what I do again, inspired action. Like, how did I ask you? It was like all mm. in video. Like I'm having a moment. I want it. You know, I feel the connection. Let's do this. Yeah. And, and that's what I did with her. And it's just, so it's been, um, an awesome journey because now I actually, now she's supporting me and like, we have weekly goals and it's really cool. It's really, wow. really cool. That's amazing. But I've never invested in my business before. I've never invested in myself like this before. And it feels, I mean, there's that whole other layer of like, I'm fucking doing this and I'm, I'm investing in myself. I've been a stay at home mom for seven years and a military wife. And like my husband does really well in the military, but it's still just military pay. And we make this life work really well for us but I've bootstrapped the hell out of everything, everything, (laughs) you know, 
and that's yeah, okay. Totally. And it's totally okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Also I'm wildly capable of like creating everything. So mm-hmm. there's like this catch 22 that like, it definitely holds me back because I, I won't like, I won't, I actually just invested in somebody building my website for me. Cause I just couldn't, it wasn't bringing me joy. And I'm in this place where it's like, yeah. it wasn't bringing me joy. And every time I showed up for it, it was like, I wasn't moving it forward and I wasn't liking what I was doing. So I'm like, how long am I just going to keep doing this until, right? You know? So, right. but, sh- but even just like shifting in this place into this place now of like willing to invest, that has been such a shift in my brain and in my like value, like valuing my, what I'm doing here. You yeah. Know? That really matters. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, does I'm still in that process for sure. Cause I've never invested like that either, but it's so interesting because I feel that pull. I totally feel that pull and that nudge. And I have a lot of uh, beliefs about it mm-hmm. as far as like, Oh, I don't have to do that. It's, it's so much money. It's all like all that mindset stuff comes up. So yeah. I'm like right in the middle of that whole process even now. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool place to be because, um, like I was just there, I was like, just there, yeah. you know? And, um, uh-huh. it's, it's okay. So I was just talking one of my, actually, this is not going to air for a little while, but this mm-hmm. week's, um, conversation on my podcast was with Kyle Sheely and he is this multi-passionate writer, uh, cardboard artist. Like he, he's oh. a really fun follow too, but, um, he was talking, he's really into permaculture and he was talking about how different seeds need different befores before they can sprout. So like some seeds need to go through a a fire before they're ready to sprout, you know? And like, it's like, you don't know you're actually in the before and you don't realize Mm -hmm. what you're doing to create the before Mm. you, you know? And it just like, maybe I can give you this, this gift of like, you're in the before it's a beautiful place. It will be a beautiful place in just like a tiny bit of time, you know? Um, and to appreciate that all this percolating, all this, like, even this, like surrounding yourself with people that are already doing it, you know, like Tiffany Rowe. And like, I mean, she's such an inspiration to me and we're not in the same field at all. You know what I mean? But like, just surrounding yourself with women that are, cause we are both wildly capable. I mean, that we are living in such an amazing time that we can actually do this. It, I know. Right. I mean, I just feel so grateful for that because I'm in my pajamas right now. I might have like a fancy overcoat, but like I'm in my pajamas <laughs> and, and yeah. I, I am never ungrateful for like knowing yeah. that, like I get to do this and on opposite sides of the, the yeah. country. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, this is incredible. And yeah. We, you know, we co-created something together before we even got to this night, you know, yesterday, I would love for you to tell everybody about, um, kind of what came up when we didn't have the internet connection for it. Oh yeah. And then I'll do the same. Yes. So we, our connection was bad and I was initially at a coffee shop and then drove to the library just a minute down the road. Cause I was like if the internet's not good here, surely it'll be better there. It didn't happen. And what comes up in my brain is I, the thought is I feel so bad 
which is like guilt over responsibility. I'm wasting your time. Um, just a lot of kind of like, it's not quite shame. It's more just this distorted guilt. And so just observing that, noticing those thoughts were coming up and in that moment, making a decision of how I was going to choose to kind of redirect my brain. So mm. I was like, yeah, we're going to let this go. I'm not responsible for internet. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> control internet <laughs> and tech things. And also like another thought was I should have stayed home. Maybe the connection would have been better there. And so number one, I'm not, I'm not able to control the internet and it's okay to be human. Mm -hmm. Like the should, oh, you should have stayed home. Well, it's okay that I made the decision to try it here. It's okay that we rescheduled. I can let this go and move into the next part of the day. If I didn't have that practice of awareness, which again is connection with myself, connection with my thoughts, I wouldn't, I could have spent the day ruminating, mm -hmm. thinking about it, feeling different emotions about it. Um, who knows? It could have gone a lot of different ways. Sure. But and you, I feel like it, I feel like it would have even, it could have had the potential of like sucking out the energy from tonight. Like even just like when you show up, you know, from that posture of like feeling bad about, right. you know, all this stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm so glad you let that go. And I'm so glad you shared about it because it's all in the reframing because it's like so much wasted energy. I wasn't asking you to feel that way. I wasn't, you know, my intention was to make you feel like this is okay. We we're happily going to reschedule, you know, but you still, you know, it's what our brain does and to have to like reprogram that takes work. It takes work. And I love that. I love that transparency that you're giving people because it's needed, right? Like people wow. have, they have the thoughts, they have the anxiety, they have all that, but they don't necessarily have the awareness and the tools right. to move out of it. So like, right. I see like online, I see a lot of like memes and stuff like that, that is supporting, like validating people on how they're feeling, which is fine. Like, I think that that's important, but you might like to get through it you've got to get, you got to get the reframe, whatever it looks like for you. And I love that you modeled that. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we were talking about how busyness really shuts down creativity. So does self-criticism. Oh. I'm sure you probably talked about this before, but self-criticism, we can't create when we're bombarded by self-criticism. And we might think, well, I can't control that. Those thoughts just come in like, and yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. But that's the practice part. That's mm -hmm. the awareness part is how can I practice? So when I put materials before someone, blank paper, here's some markers, crayons, whatever. It's like the immediate response is, critical and analyzing and judging and well I don't know what to do or this looks dumb or I don't know I'm not an artist or all these things it's so immediate it's like our default as mm -hmm. adults not as kids as right. adults <laughs> and so the practice is like noticing the criticism and almost like oh got it put it over here 
I don't have to argue it. I don't have to like try and like wrestle it around. I could just like, oh, there's a self-criticism. I'm going to put it over here so I can just re-engage with whatever I was doing right before it popped in. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. And using, oh man, you just really inspired me because um, the blank page can be so overwhelming, I think, to so many people and to to use it as a tool to actually go into it like go into the hard stuff and to go into the opportunity to have something to reframe that's really good I like that I'm gonna I'm gonna pack that away yeah yeah I mean I've been doing this um so my husband's aunt gives gives me birthday money every year completely (laughs) unnecessarily as a grown-ass adult but she does and um I mean, something like 20 bucks or something like that. And she has a lot of nieces and nephews. It's wild that she does it for my kids, my husband, me, like Christmas. It's wild. So anyways, she, but I, she sent me the $20 and she wrote like, this is for art supplies. And so I was like, she sees me like she a hundred percent sees me, you know? Um, and so I had been, there's this type of watercolor that's, um, that's opaque. It's called, I think it's called gauche. I still, yeah. still haven't figured out how to say it, but anyways, I've been wanting to try it because I've always been like a watercolorer. And, um, so I went and I got those paints and this is like a fun way to kind of get through the stickiness of, 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 of the blank page or whatever is creating a brief for yourself. So like Mm -hmm. constraints, like just, just giving myself like, okay, I just, I'm going to use my brand colors because I actually built my brand colors around my favorite colors. So I'm actually just going to grab my favorite colors and I'm just going to, um, so lately I've been, um, let me grab one. I've been painting I have a whole bunch of these Pantone postcards. I don't know if you've ever seen these or not. And I've been painting them. And my the brief is like use the five paints that I have. And which it was has been such a blessing because if I were to have gotten like all the colors, it would have been really paralyzing for me. I've, I know that about myself. So it's like just get your favorite colors and Um, I only show up with zero plan. I can never, I'm not allowed to plan ahead. I'm not allowed to like, oh, I think maybe I'm going to do it this way Mm -hmm. because I am not good at, and I'm not allowed to sketch. I'm, I have to just go like put all the paints, you know, like put all the paints in the little dish and just be like, okay, what color feels right first? Mm -hmm. What, you know, and like really focusing on keeping the time of decision-making down to as short as possible. Yeah. Because yeah, because I will overthink and overthink and like get Mm -hmm. nowhere. Right. So instead I, you know, and I, instead I get these like little great little paintings that I'm, that I'm starting to, and they are becoming a little collection because they're all the same colors. Right. And it's, it's been such a great, um, like I'm learning a new style. Also, um, I'm like my default for the longest time was like flowers. So I'm not allowed to do flowers. It's all (laughs) abstracts. And so it's like, I'm pushing myself in all these different ways Mm -hmm. and it feels so good because it's like, it's like this confidence muscle and, you know, like 
really trusting my my creative self, mm-hmm. trusting my ability to make and also detaching from the outcome and stop putting so much pressure on it being worthy, like right. outwardly worthy. Like these right. are for me. And yeah. 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 We're very outcome focused. Mm -hmm. And I think that definitely is part of what gets in the way because we really value that finished product or the, it looking a certain way. We don't value process. Like even Mm -hmm. with, with therapy, it's, it's common to just be like, okay, so like, how do I work through this? Because I want to just be done with this and onto the next thing. Right. I want to be out the other side tell me the quick steps. And, and it's so process oriented. It's like dynamic is the work. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we think about if we valued and had some like reverence for like the process of like, it's not about how it looks. It's not, that's not the point. Right. It's, it's like, there's so, so much gift that can be drawn out of taking off and changing that kind of value for prop for the end goal or how it looks into just what's it like to be in this moment? What, what imagery even comes up in my mind's eye if I can purposely go there rather than thinking, 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 judging, criticizing, analyzing, it's like a different part. It's like left brain versus right brain. Mm-hmm. Right? The left brain is like the creative intuitive. The right brain is like judge and think and perceive. And we are probably pretty stuck on what more tend to go to more one side of the brain. So, yeah. And I think, um, I got myself a notebook for this mastermind and I painted it and I wrote, I painted on it. The goal is to grow. And that's kind of been one of the things that's been with me for a few years now, like, because I'm self-taught graphic design, hand lettering, like I'm all self-taught, which is a journey and it's a process. And it's a lot of like, not knowing what I'm doing and being in that discomfort of like, in the, I, I used to call it, I call it in the thick of the beginning, like It's just, you know, like in the beginning, you were just like underwater or in the weeds. And you're just like, I don't even know the like, I felt it. I felt it with podcasting. And now it's like, cause I do all my own editing, like all of this, all of it. Mm -hmm. And I am just, um, really committed to enjoying the journey because there is actually nowhere else I want to be except doing this. So mm-hmm. like, I don't want to focus too hard and, and I certainly don't want to keep moving the, um, the goalposts further away. I think we're very prone to doing that too. I mean, in this social media culture of seeing everybody else, this is highlight reel and seeing everybody further down the path, you know? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing with social media. <laughs> I'm just like you. I mean, we all kind of, I think if everyone's honest, we're totally just making it up. And I'm like, okay with that at this point, I'm like, I'll just figure it out. And kind of, here's a thought I, yeah, just going on to, um, what's it called? Canva (laughs) and just like figuring out how to use, I don't know. Everything's just kind of one little step at a time. 
Yeah. And I've kind of just accepted that it's okay to not know. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm working to just release that sense of, um, concern about what anyone thinks, which is really hard because I've had just from clinical training, there's things about like, well, is this unethical or is this, it's just so different to put yourself out there publicly as a therapist in this field that tends to be historically so reserved. Mm-hmm. And so like, the but class- also it, th- that also goes with the whole idea of like, um, mental health being, you know, shamed and behind yes. closed doors. And like, exactly. like if you're, you guys as therapists aren't supposed to be talking about the yeah. profession, then how yeah. are people going to ever get the, like, get comfortable with the idea that like, it's a worthy cause. Right. Yes. Yep. So those are two motivations for me was like, I want to serve and reduce stigma, but also, um, you know, we don't put really put ads in newspapers anymore. Like that's not marketing anymore. Right. Like when you said like, this is how people can like buy my stuff. (laughs) That was a big part of it for me was like, all right, I'll figure this out. You know, just that nudge of like, stop resisting it. Yeah. And I think that also it's such a big part. Uh, like when I got my therapist, the, um, this is recent, like I just started, um, I, I didn't tell you this or not before, but my mom had a really challenging mental health health battle last year. Yeah. Um, like as soon as the pandemic kind of really kicked in it, I, I'm pretty sure what happened was it triggered her PTSD from taking care of my dad's liver disease and f- transplant. But it was very scary for a very long time. And I think she just like did not. And because he had a transplant and then he was, um, high risk because he's on immunosuppressants for the virus, they had to be extra careful. And I think her brain was like, no, 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 it's summer. I just retired. I don't want to worry about anything. And like, it just went into this really terrible place. And that is actually what triggered this whole business of mine. I mean, I've been on this creative path for a while, just waiting for like the mission to drop into my heart, you know, like I'm, I'm doing the work, I'm learning the things I'm figuring out, like, I'm going to use these tools, but like I needed the the mission to come through and it did, but it only happened after I really like, it became a, got to a fever pitch and then I had to like go silent. And that's another thing about creating space is like, I had to take a rest from all that chaos. And I was trying to put the podcast out. It took me two years, by the way, to get this podcast from, from when I like received the download that I need to be a podcaster to like actually launching the first episode, two years, three different iterations. And, um, the first, the first one was called, um, perfectionist synonymous. Wow. And (sighs) then I realized like, I couldn't get it off the ground just because it, you know, Uh, I think the learning curve was really steep. And then, but I think I realized also that I didn't want to focus on like my flaw, Mm. even though people, even though every time I said perfectionist anonymous, everyone, every woman was like, oh yeah. (laughs) And every time I was like, oh gosh, that's such a great idea. So I did. So uh, again, I've said this to my audience before, if anybody wants it, it's a great idea. I already have a hand lettered piece of art for it too. That looks awesome. 
you can have it, <laughs> like uh, pass it forward, take it on. But um, mm. in that silence, in that place of just really setting everything down after a couple weeks of just like really letting myself not do anything, um, that's when all the downloads came. I mean, wow. the downloads. Wow. That's so cool. In that quiet, in that space, we're so resistant to even going there. Like, no, uh, especially, hustle, right? Yeah. And especially growing up in a household where my mom was very, like a very stressy person and very interested in, you know, making sure everything gets done before you rest. Like mm -hmm. she just, I mean, productivity was like really valued. And, you know, I was thinking about it uh, with her. I, I say these things in love because I'm learning so many lessons and like, I only, the only thing I think about in, in like, I wish she was different. She had been different is that like, I wish mm. she had had the insight that is available to us now collectively. Don't you see it opening yes. up? Right. Like, mm -hmm. like I can't be all judgy about like the way she views mental health, the way she treated her, not listened to her body and stressed mm -hmm. out, like took all that on. She had no idea. Right? right. I mean, she, of course she knew it wasn't good but she couldn't get out of her own way because right. nobody was talking about it. You know, nobody was like, I feel so lucky on so many levels that right now is where we are collective consciously. And I, you know, maybe it's because I've really surrounded myself on the internet with people that are wide open, mm -hmm. but um, I'm, I'm grateful because now I get to like, I get to put two humans out into the world that get it and that right. understand it. And that, Accept yeah, it. that ripple effect. And so that's one benefit of technology and social media is like, it's a platform. I'm sure our parents never, well, they literally never saw a post on Instagram that was saying, Hey, here's some signs that you might be dealing with a mental health issue. Right. Yeah. So right. It was like, we have so much more openness and then shame can be healed when we just talk and acknowledge and get things out into the light it's just a beautiful thing so yeah I'm a big believer of shining the light on the dark because yeah. you know that's the only way to create more light yeah. and uh I'm I'm really big on like speaking speak putting words around things I think that that's one of like my personal giftings I mean that's why I have a podcast and I think that's yeah. why I'm trying to do you know be open and honest about not only like my messaging of my business but then also like sharing the building of my business it's yeah. two separate things simultaneously because um I just don't want to get stuck in my perfectionism and I just want to like I want to be an example and show people like I'm literally at the beginning and um, I'm excited. To, I just want to like bring everybody with me and, sh and, and share because that's, I feel like that's what I need it. I need, right. We're all, I think the best businesses are putting the things out into the world that they need, that they need, or they needed, you know, because yes, they know firsthand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's really powerful your openness in that. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> that's why I told you in the beginning that like, I tend to just, as soon as we get on zoom, just like drop in because like, I'm not a small talk about the weather kind of person. 
Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law talks about the weather all the time and I love her to death. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could not be more bored with it. Like I could not care less unless we're talking about like climate change or like something like that. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, I want to know feelings. I want to know how you feel. I love connecting dots. I love opening people up. I love giving permission to people. And, you know, the permission slips that I've built into my business, like permission to play, permission to seek the things that delight you and permission to rest. Like those are the things that have been so needed in my life. Like I'm still not great at rest, but I work on it because I want to show up and be an example. And I think you're doing the same thing. And I see I see you working hard and I think you're doing a great job. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Thank you. Back at you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We're on the similar journey with it. Vulnerability, putting ourselves out there, pursuing things that we feel called to. Yeah. And ignoring our inner critic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention this one thing um, and then we'll wrap it up, but um, my perfectionism was holding me back so much. And it wasn't like I was worried like there's a part of me that knows that the work that I make is really good. And I'm okay saying that. Yes. Um, but, and so I'm not afraid of people being like, that's garbage. Cause I know that it's not garbage, but it's like, so maybe you, maybe there's another phrase for this. So I've always just been like, I'm a perfectionist, but I've, I'm, I tend to worry about it not landing or like Mm -hmm. it not resonating. Like that's what I'm looking for, which is a really good place to be at instead of like worrying about if it's technically perfect. Like I want it to affect somebody. Like I want it to, I want my work. I don't want to just sell my prints. I want my prints to, Mm. to, um, I want to, I encourage people to set an intention when you buy it, when you get it. And like, Mm. when you interact with it, have that, click you back into that intention. So like put it someplace in your house, you know, if you're trying to work on some sort of mindset, like click it in every time you see it and let it be this vehicle for you. You know, that's the kind of, that's the kind of impact I want to have with my work. And so it's so powerful because it's not, you're not looking for approval, right? Like in that case, you're not looking for validation. You want it to be life-changing or meaningful or have this deeper accomplished work through it. Yeah. And so I'm, I I find that this mastermind's helping me like, just, just not let it, let it lose, let me lose traction and just keep me accountable because I'm also not motivated by money as much like, Mm -hmm. because there's no like right now, immediate need for this money. I'm not, there's no motivation there. Right. Yeah. It's a, it is a lot. This is a long term. I see really big things for myself, but it's a lot. It's the long game and I'm here for it and I'm fine. You know, I love my small audience. And as long as the people that are here are growing and reaching and stretching and like, even like I, in all the tiny ways, like I'm not looking, I think that the thing that I'm asking people to do to like acknowledge that they have a creative self and then start slowly pouring into her. I'm not expecting everybody to take up like painting and have a painting room and like do all this huge artistic stuff. It is, it's like a mindset around living. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, just that aligning with and listening to yourself, I just think is 
and you're doing it, you know, your message is doing it. My message is doing it. And I think that we're all better off for it. So yeah. Yeah. Creativity is connection to ourself and it's part of what makes us fully human. And it's part of what allows us to thrive. And that's not within this tiny rigid box of like, do you paint or do you, do you sculpt? It's like, how do you see the world? What is, what are you passionate about? How do you have engagement with other people? Like, it's just, it's ideas and it, it's so much bigger than I think the little box we put it in. Um, and even as I say that, I'm like, you know what, but art can be so healing in so mm-hmm. many different ways. So many. Oh yeah. I, when I was, when I was going through that time with my mom, when it was very, very crazy, I don't yeah. like that word. It was very wild and unpredictable. Um, I decided that I would paint a mural in my house. Um, and I would only, I had designed it like when we first moved here and then it just kind of sat on the iPad, just like a lot of my ideas, you know, I have lots of ideas. So I have like a whole bunch of them just sitting around waiting for the inspiration to come through to do it. Right. And I don't, I don't give myself shame about that anymore because it's like, Mm -hmm. my job is to just be a vehicle for this idea. And if this idea just wants to live on this iPad, then that's okay. And then I was able to pull that idea forward when I was in crisis and just like maxed out. And I decided that I would only show up for this when I was needing to. So when I was feeling super anxious or when I was needing to, cause I was dealing with a lot of anxiety because it was so much chaos that I, I was getting tons of phone calls from everybody. Nobody understood what was happening. Everyone, there was no diagnosis. Everyone was just like, Uh, we were just trying to process what was happening and it was very noisy. And so I showed up for this mural every time I needed to just like calm my nervous system and it worked. I mean, obviously it worked. Yeah. It's nonverbal. It's soothing, like repetitive movement. It's mindfulness because you're using your five senses as you're engaging it. It's very, yeah, just soothing. I like that you've mentioned the nervous system because it's true. And then the best part, like not only did it help me get through that time in like during that time, but now when I see it, it's such, it's such a nod to like me taking care of myself Yes. Like nobody told me to do that. I, that was a hundred. Those were, those were all of my ideas coming together, like the design and then the, the showing up when I needed to, like, it took a while. It was not like, and it hung out there like half done for a really long time. And I started to feel like, Oh, I really need to finish this. And I'm like, no, it will be done when it's done. And now I see it and, and everybody loves it. My husband loves it. And every time I see it, I'm so proud of taking care of myself and what a beautiful like reminder all the time that like, this is what happens when you take care of yourself. Beautiful things come out of you, Mm -hmm. you know, that's so powerful. Now it's like living in your home. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to keep you for any longer, but thank you so much. This was such a good, I knew it. I like, I love mental health and I love it all just kind of like, it's all there together, right? It's just listening to ourselves and uncovering who we are and allowing ourselves to be the true version of ourselves. Yeah. 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 This is super fun. I was so honored that you asked me.
Oh, well, thank you. I'll let you know when this comes out, but it won't be for a while. Cause I'm taking a break. Uh, that was, a, that was another thing is when I was deciding on how to, you know, structure this structure feels good to me. So I decided 10 weeks on and then three weeks off because, cause I get to decide, you know, and then just today I actually decided because I'm wrapping season one, just now, like getting it out into the world. And I was just like, how can this feel easier? Mm. Like, how can this feel not easier, but like more ease filled, you know? And so I'm going to move to, from two episodes a week to one episode a week. And I'm just really proud of myself to like, not wait, not wait until I'm burnt out to like make a change. Exactly. Yes. To just catch it and make that boundary. Yeah. And just keep asking myself, like, can this be any easier or more joyful? Because Mm -hmm. I want to stay in that place for my business right? Like for the long term, like what are, if I'm, if this business is going to drain me and I'm not going to be able to show up for my family or yeah, for my community, then like, what are we doing? What are we mm-hmm. doing here? Why bother? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Creating from rest. I like yes. that. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And, cool. uh, I look forward to connecting again in the future. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, have awesome. a good one, Lacey. Okay. Ah, gosh, wasn't that so nourishing? Just listening back to it, I just feel so warm and cozy, and the internet is such an amazing place. I'm meeting so many beautiful people, and I am so proud and honored to be enjoying them and learning from them and then sharing them with you. It's just, it's like I've made this all up and it's working out just as planned because frankly I've kind of always felt like a bit of an anomaly and social media and the internet has allowed me to find more of my people and I could not be more grateful and I'm willing to bet that you are my kind of person too so if you're not already come on over to Instagram to Coco the Inspirationist. I'm always posting um, artwork and my life and thoughts that I have. And, and, you know, my thing is putting words around feelings and sharing that goodness. So come on over and I'm, oh, that's right. It's still uh, October. It's still Sparktober. Um, we are a little bit more than halfway through, but you can still jump on my email list. Every day I've been sending out a prompt to re-engage with your creative self and give you some inspiration. They've been super fun. Everyone's been really enjoying them, and I have been enjoying creating them for you. So, Also, I'm in the middle of creating my 12-week creative journey called The Audacity to Shine, and I'm so excited to share that with you guys. It's a group coaching program that helps you realign, reconnect, and re-engage with your creative self. And if that feels like something you need, DM me. Let's talk. And I guess the only other thing is, and I have not been very good at it this season, but if this episode or this podcast really connects with you and connects you to your creative self, please, please write a review, share it with somebody, send me some good juju out into the universe, and just know that 
You are welcome here just as you are. You don't have to be artistic. I just want you to know that you are worthy, you are enough, and everybody has a creative self. And I'm so glad that you made it to the end of the episode because you just nourished your creative self. Bravo. Okay, until next time, I love you. Have a great day. Bye.